Atlanta's number one radio stations. Swanky 93.3 and The Heat 94.6. Radio stations has you covered. From our studios to our newsroom at KLP Entertainment. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube and more. Live from our newsrooms brings back our hit news network, SNN, with many news anchors like Arthur Brooks, Addison Hayden, and Beatrix Gemma. Brings you stories about the news worldwide. Tune in on Atlanta's number one stations, Swanky 93.3 and The Heat 94.6 radio stations. To get the latest news today, listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube, and more. The latest show goes after hours. The Beyond Swanky Podcast with Kennedy Lucas brings out more for our Lucas Nation fans. Tune in for reviews, topics, and even special guests. We go beyond the swankiness as it's juicy as hell with our DJ, DJ Lupezzi, playing nothing but the hits on the Spotify podcast version. Live from our studio of Swanky Studios, it's the Beyond Swanky Podcast with Kennedy Lucas on Atlanta's number one stations Swanky 93.3 and the Heat 94.6 radio station listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify iHeartRadio Audacity Apple Podcast Stitcher Podcast Google Podcast YouTube and more Now tuned in to Atlanta's hottest radio show. Our stories from our studio to your ear. It's the Beyond Swanky Podcast. With your host, Kennedy Lucas. On Swanky 93.3 radio station. The Heat 94.6 radio station. Yo, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome back to another exciting podcast here today. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Beyond Swanky Podcast with your host, KLB Kennedy Lucas, Monica Gray, and James Myers. Of course, if you guys missed out on the latest podcast from yesterday, of course, we have Monica and James. They were in the studio and they gave us their debut episode of the podcast, the Beyond Swanky Podcast. So, um, that was very fantastic, guys. Our numbers was really good. And we don't really relate to numbers, guys, so much when it comes to our podcast shows, necessarily. But it is important when you run a media business. So um, it's good. A lot of people loved it yesterday. A lot of people tweeted. A lot of people TikToked it or, or sent a message on TikTok. A lot of people viewed it on TikTok. And Twitter and LinkedIn. Yes, I posted some on my LinkedIn and also on Instagram too. So I, I'm I'm humbled. I, I'm I'm grateful. Uh, I I I love y'all. I really do. I love. We love our fans. We love everybody that 
you know, has been has been, you know, being in tune with us. So it's going to be good. It's going to be a good one uh, moving forward. So this is the Beyond Swanky podcast season two. I'm your host, Caleb Kennedy Lucas, with my nearest and dearest Monica Gray is up in the building. Yes, I am here and I'm cold, Kennedy. Atlanta, I don't know what we trying to do, but your girl is cold. I got up this morning after after long days at Edward at me in the office. So I got up. I slept really good, by the way, Kennedy and James. But I got up and I'm looking around and I'm freezing my butt off. I, I, I don't know what it is, Atlanta. We got to get this thing together because it's pollen season. And I, you step outside. It was 46 degrees this morning. And now it probably cooled down a little bit, but it's it's some weird, sticky weather that we're having. I don't get it. I just don't get it. I don't get it either, but I, I'd rather be here in Atlanta than in, like, let's say, like, New York. Because New York said that they were supposed to be getting some some flurries, maybe snow. Supposed to be happening in New York, so I, shh, I, I'd rather be here in Atlanta than to be up there in New York, where it's snowing and whatnot, but I do know what you mean. But I actually had coffee this morning, so when you when you have coffee that goes with the cold weather, it just kind of helps you bring down the uh, bring bring up your energy, but bring down the coldness in your body. Uh, one thing I do want to recommend to a lot of people out there, guys, is and Kennedy, you mentioned this before, but um, buying going to Kroger and Publix and picking up a box of emergency. Uh, emergency powder, if you will, because that stuff does work. Kennedy, you actually got me hooked on that because it does work uh, to help boost your immune system. So that's one of the things I, I like to use. Yeah, I saw reports, James, that it's supposed to be like snowing in New York. Like, I, I'm glad we went to New York at the right time because I want to say around this time last year is when we went to New York and it was cold. But it wasn't snowing this time last year. But being this year when we went to New York, we went and it was in February. So it was cold in New York in February, but it wasn't snowing and and whatnot. So uh, we got to talk about it, right? And we we ain't going to waste no time because I've got my opinions. Now, um, I I guess this is more of my, my segment. Of course, we do got the Gray Report and James has... Uh, a good topic of conversation as well. We'll get to all that, guys. But I've got to talk about this, uh, this, this, this news update, if you will. I have some choice opinions. Yes, I watched the ninety. Well, I watched glimpses and clips of the ninety fifth Academy Awards, the Oscars, and I gotta say it was very eventful. Um, of course, you had Jimmy Kimmel. He he comes out. He gives a spiel about not slapping somebody at the Oscars. We all knew that was coming, right? We knew, we knew that was coming. So that ended up, uh, he ended up being, Jimmy Kimmel being the host for the Oscars this year. So, of course, he started his roast about that. Of course, we saw, um, he gave shout out to quite a few people. Uh, one, to be exact, um, you know, uh, Michael B. Jordan for that he said in this joke and it was I don't know it was just kind of like okay okay we all knew that this was coming so I didn't 
it was some some of it was funny, but it's just like, ha good one, Jimmy Kimmel. Like, yeah, we we saw this coming already. We knew you were gonna make a joke about this. I ain't hating on Jimmy Kimmel now. Uh, but he did say something along the lines of, uh, there will be no slapping today or tonight. We have security. Uh, you got to get through a few people. He said, you got to get to get through Adonis Creed to get to me. The, the Michael B. Jordan's character in Creed. So uh, we, we all knew that the joke was coming. But like I say, this was very eventful for the Oscars. I feel like this movie that I need to watch now. There's this movie. is called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. A lot of people... Uh, this movie won a lot of awards, right? It won for Best Picture, and this was going against The Fables Man, which I still need to watch that one um, because it's about somebody going to the movies and making movies, and Steven Spielberg directed it. Um, Avatar, The Way of the Water. Um, Elvis, uh, A Quiet on the Western Front. A Woman Talking, Top Gun Maverick. They went against those type of other movies. And, of course, everything... Everywhere, all at once, won that. Brandon Fraser won his first Oscar for The Whale. Very, very exciting. Uh, I thought Austin Butler was going to get that one, guys. But it turns out that they didn't. Um, best Actress goes out to Michelle Yeoh, And that was from Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Uh, we saw a glimpse of her and her uh, mother being very, very ecstatic that... You know, she won her first Oscar. So I always thought that was pretty cool. Best original song goes to Natu Natu. Um, they were going against Hold My Hand by Lady Gaga, Lift Me Up by Rihanna. I do agree. A lot of people do not like that song, Lift Me Up by Rihanna. Um, I felt like I felt like that 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 song is good, but it's only good for Black Panther. Right. I, I feel like I wouldn't want to listen to that song uh, on the radio. I wouldn't want to listen to that song like on the radio, on a podcast every day because it is a drag kind of because it's a sad song. Right. Hence the movie, because the movie was sad, but not as sad because it was a Marvel movie as well. But we all know that, you know, with the tribute with the late and great Chadwick Bozeman. So, of course. Uh, the marketing play there is we need a song that is not so much heroic, but so more like healing. And that's what that song gives us is healing. Um, but it's like, like I say, I'm not hating guys. I'm not hating that the song one uh, was, was nominated for an Oscar. Uh, Ki Hui Kwan, uh, best supporting actor for everything, everywhere at once. I saw this one, guys. And he, let me tell you. He gave his speech and his mom just turned 84, still watching from home. And to see your son win an Oscar for the very, this very first Oscar, right? That says something. It does. It says a lot. It really does say a lot. And then for this also movie, Best Director, Everything, Everywhere, All at, all at Once, Daniel Quine and Daniel um, Shinhart. Shin, Shinart, if I pronounce that name right, fantastic. Very, very fantastic. I know that was them. They were winning for that. Uh, Steven Spielberg was nominated for The Fables Men. Uh, Todd Phil was nominated. It's just to be nominated for an Oscar has been... that. That's exciting. Um, I'm very, very happy about 
Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio win for Best Animated Feature. You guys know that is actually one of my favorite genres of the Oscars is Best Animated. Because if you guys don't know, if you haven't watched any of my movies on Prime right now, all my movies, except for the documentary, all of my movies have been animated. So I get very, very, very excited for that. Um, best documentary, that's another favorite subject of mine because now I've made a documentary. The Elephant Whisperer has won for best documentary. Now, we're not going to go through every category uh, because we just don't have that much time for our show. But I wanted to talk about one thing that kind of got me upset, guys. And I'm upset about Best Supporting Actress. Um, yes, my opinion is I do think Angela Bassett did get snubbed from this award. I do. I'm not hating on this movie, everything, everywhere, all at once, because I'm pretty sure it won multiple awards at the Oscars. So I can't hate on it that much. I will not. But I felt like Angela Bassett should have won for Best Supporting Actress, because when you guys see this movie, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever... She plays Queen Ramonda. And I got to say, she did really, really extremely well in that movie. I got to say that. So for her to not win an Oscar for that role, everybody was pissed. I was pissed. I love Jamie Lee Curtis. I do. I liked any movie that she's been in, uh, whether it's old movies as such as Freaky Friday to her most current movie, this movie, and all the Halloween movies. I love Jamie Lee Curtis. I do. I loved her in, I want to say she was in Knives Out. I loved her in that movie. She's great. But I feel like Angela Bassett did get snubbed from this award. I'm upset because she could have been an EGOT, Right? Winning, uh, you know, Grammy. Well, I don't know about an EGOT quite just yet. Because I don't know if she's been nominated for a Grammy. But Oscar, Tony, Emmy. This could have been hers. But, of course, Jamie Lee Curtis. She got it. I remember I was pretty mad too, Kennedy. Because I remember when I saw... So I didn't see the Oscars as well because I was out with um, some girlfriends. So I was just out. But as soon as I got home, I texted you, Kennedy. And I, I saw it. And I, I really wanted to get your reactions. And via our text, guys, I kid you not, not, Kennedy was outraged from his text. Like he was... I felt like he was screaming at me. But he he was not yelling at me. He was just... Because if you guys... You guys know Kennedy. You know, he is a movie buff. And I felt also a bit upset about that, too, because a lot of people haven't seen this movie. or the Well, this movie, everything, everywhere at once. Everybody haven't seen that movie. So when I saw today, well, this morning, a lot of radio stations, they're talking about it. And they said, I don't even know this movie. We haven't even seen this movie. What's this movie about? It's, I don't know, it's, it's weird. It really was weird. A lot of people say that she got 
stood up, or she got set up rather. And I kind of figured that much too because there's been speculation. Again, internet is internet, and everybody's that's been the most highly anticipated movie、uh, that everybody's ta- has been talking about was Black Panther and how outstanding Angela Bassett did. Honestly, for me though, and it's true because a lot of radio stations that we listen to as well, they feel like she got snubbed. But you don't need an Oscar to know. Angela Bassett, Bassett doesn't. It's good to have her as have an Oscar under her name, but I felt like we all know who Angela Bassett is, and she doesn't need. Some people say she doesn't need the Oscars to, to validate who she is as an actress, as an artist, and I kind of agree because I've seen a lot of her, a lot of her movies, and in each role she's been outstanding. So it is true that she. Doesn't need the Oscars to validate who she is, but it would have been a nice touch because she just won an Emmy, right? She won a Tony, so this could have been something that could have made history for her, and especially when we're just coming off from Black History Month, like this could have been it. Um, but I agree with you, Kennedy. You know, there's there's no hatred towards Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, she's an outstanding actress as well, but. I, in my opinion, I gotta say she got snubbed on that one. I didn't like it how so they so Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Jonathan Majors they presented best cinematography, and they gave her a shout out like I loved it because Michael B. Jordan with his fine ass, he comes out, he says, "Hey, Auntie, we got you. We love you. It's all good." Because they know, yeah, they 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 fucked her up, they they snubbed her from this award. But it's all good, it's all good. So I just want to, it's one of those things that it does, it, it happens, and it's it's unfortunate. Um, like you said, it's unfortunate. Um, but like I say, Angela Bassett, number one, she's still rich. She's a queen, and she's gonna get more outstanding roles, right? I'm a firm believer too that maybe you know God works some some mysterious things for some mysterious people in some the most mysterious ways. So I, I'm sure she's gonna get greater light. I'm sure she's gonna get a lot of things,、um, great great things coming to her greatness. Whether it's a, a role, a new role that's unique to her, or something different. So I, I can't wait. Yeah. So I. Yeah. I just I don't know. It, I'm just feeling this way because I, I was just, I'm, and I'm, some people might say that because it was yesterday, but I, or the other day rather. But I, I'm still kind of pissed, right? I, because I, I really, I, I want that from, I want that for Angela Bassett. I do. So it's just, it's hard for me to accept that. And again, like I say, no hate on Jamie Lee Curtis, but like, really, for you couldn't give it to Angela Bassett because of her outstanding role. For Black Panther, I just I can't validate that. I can't I can't get over that. But it is what it is. They can't reverse it. It, it has been done.、Um, but like you said, Monica, I did like how Jonathan Majors and and、um, Michael B. Jordan comes out, gives her a a, a shout out, and then presented on. So we we all know. But like I say, guys, you can see you can see like snippets and clips for、uh, the Oscars on like internet surface, or you can actually watch it. Um, but amongst that, the Oscars have been pretty good for the most part.、Um, 
You know, I've watched clips of it. Uh, I was playing video games and uh, what did I do? Play video games and watch The Last of Us, the final season. By the way, final season is here and Last of Us season finale is fantastic. I felt real quick because I'm going to pass it to James because James has this this funny topic for today's podcast. But, uh, you know, season finale is here for The Last of Us. Uh, it was very good. We got introduced to, well, reintroduced to Ashley Johnson's character. Um, her character is very short in this episode. You know, she gives birth to Ellie in the season. Spoiler alert to a lot of people, by the way. Uh, she gives birth to Ellie and then she meets Marlene. And of course, they get uh, taken away by the Fireflies. And, you know, Joel wakes up and he realizes that I'm going to be... You know, Ellie has the, the power to save millions of lives, but nope, I'm going to be quote unquote selfish because I don't want her to die. Because if the Fireflies and Marlene uses her blood um, and her, her cure that's curating from her brain, it can cause her brain damage. It can kill her. So Joel saves her at the end of it. And of course, she li- he lies to Ellie about. Uh, you know, what the Fireflies wanted to do. And, you know, he says, hey, you know, they were just trying to use you for not really good intentions. And, you know, I tried to save you. I saved you and you're not dead today. And that's kind of the premise of the episode. Um, The episode I felt was a little bit shorter than, than most, but you know, there's so much you can tell from the video game. Um, there has been reports, though, today, guys, that when part two, because they're obviously going to make newer seasons in part two from the, the, the part two of the game. Uh, they're going to be multiple seasons within part two, which I think is a good idea because they told the entire video game in one season. So I don't I, I do see The Last of Us having season two but that's when they're going to start from the last of us part two in season two i think because in the first game they told the whole entire game in season one which i'm not mad at i'm not but you can't tell too much of season two from the first game because they kind of wrapped it up in one season like I say, it's a marketing thing for that. That's kind of the premise of the episode. It's really, and I was telling you guys because while I didn't really watch the entirety of the Oscars, uh, watching The Last of Us and seeing Ashley Johnson to play Ellie's mother, because if you guys don't know, Ashley Johnson played Ellie in the video game. So it's it's kind of weird when she's giving, when she's, it's not weird giving birth, but like when you hear her voice and you hear Ellie from the video game, but that's not Ellie. She's playing the mom. The mom's name is Anna. So it's a weird dynamic to hear. When I first heard, I was like, ooh, this is weird because she plays Ellie in the video game. So she's playing playing a totally different character. Um, short-lived, her character short-lived in this, in this season. So uh, obviously we're not going to see her in many more uh, episodes. But it's good to see that, you know, Ashley Johnson had a spot in the episode. And now, you know, it's out there. She's on her IMDb page. And she has it on her resume as an actress. And that that's pretty much the the premise of that episode. Very very short, but you know, they they wrapped it up in a nice little bow, right? They didn't they didn't change a whole lot from 
the video game. It's been said that guys that they use an actual giraffe. They didn't use CGI as the giraffe in the scene, the one scene. So um, very, very good. And then you really get to see Ellie is a little bit more traumatized from the last episode into this episode. And she she's quiet than usual, right? So it's, it's, it's interesting. It's very interesting. But like I say, congratulations to everybody that worked on The Last of Us. They nailed it. They really nailed it. Um, it's fantastic. Uh, but moving on, James, you've been itching to talk about this topic all morning. So I'm going to pass it over to you, man. Yeah, so, Kennedy, I've been... Oh, so I researched this. Now, this next topic that we have on our show, uh, it, it brings you back from The Breakfast Club because they, they talked about it yesterday. And by the time we were doing our podcast, I wanted to talk about it today. And it's about taxes. It's about tax season. So, news have been reported that the IRS is asking for thieves to report stolen income. So, that basically is the IRS want you, if you're making money under the table, if somebody's paying you under the table and not reporting it with taxes, if, let's say, you're selling dope, drugs, and you don't obviously don't you don't and I don't know because we don't know we don't do all that but like drug dealers are not going to report that on their taxes obvious for obvious reasons right so they want IRS wants you to submit that stuff in to them to report on your taxes and it is very very interesting and this is an open-ended question to our fan base out there uh would you guys claim criminal activity on your taxes this year? That's the question that we're asking our fan base um, without telling us so much information because we don't want to know what you do on, on the outside because we ain't trying to get you in trouble. But I just thought this was a weird thing for the IRS to ask for because obviously they know that a lot of people are not going to do that. Like I say, for all three of us here on the show, we, we do our taxes correctly we, we we work hard and we put honest earned money on our taxes by the way because i know obviously irs is the government they're listening to everything uh we pay our taxes on time <laughs> but it's very interesting that they're asking for that and they had miss pat on the breakfast club which i'm personally i'm not a fan of but besides all that it's very very interesting that they asked for that and they also the news sources have said that you know irs government they they are sworn to uh protect your information they swore to per, are protected by law they're not going to turn it over to law enforcement police enforcement fbi you know it's not going to be turned to, to that so that way you get looks guys i do say don't do it um you know, government, sometimes they'll tell you one thing and then it end up being something else, right? Uh, I think it's a lie, in my opinion. I think it's a lie when they say that they're not going to turn over. If you do, if you're stupid enough to claim criminal income on your taxes, it is criminal that they're going to turn it over to law enforcement and then investigation starts on you. That's why I, I don't encourage people to do that. I'm sure a lot of people won't do that. 
Um, but I thought this was a very interesting take on that. Um, it's weird that they ask us for that, though. Not we, as in all three of us here in the studio, but they're asking people to report that criminal, if you're getting paid under the, under the table, turn that in in your taxes. Um, I do say, though, guys, do your taxes. Uh, find somebody to do your taxes. Be careful with a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, you know, agencies like Intuit. Um, I have to harp on them because I think me and you, Kennedy, both had issues with them in the past. And they messed up my taxes as well. Not going to give you all more detail, more details than that. But uh, they did and they messed it up. So just be careful about who you do your taxes with. But definitely don't do this. Don't report that under criminal getting paid on the, the table. Uh on your taxes now i do i and i've knew i have i've known some people i'm not friends with them anymore but i know people that would have these jobs that wasn't criminal but it was something that they didn't need to report on taxes so like i say you, you get how you can you do what you do uh just realize that there might be some consequences if you do this kind of thing i do think that they're lying to us when they say oh we're not going to turn this into the police uh, we just want you to report it for our, our records. No, that's I feel like that's a lie. Um, but it's interesting. It's an interesting dynamic that they ask for that. Um, it's weird. It's, it's, it's weird in my, in my case. Yeah, you got to be a dummy if you don't do that. I definitely, I'm going I'm to co-sign with James on this one. I definitely wouldn't do this. You'd be surprised though. People are going to do it. So we'll, we'll have to wait and see for sure. Now we've got Monica again. Uh, you know, she, she's got her great report and I, I like this. I like this one. So I'm gonna pass it to her, to her. Go ahead, Monica. Remember Bia? So Bia flips Missy Elliott classic into drill song with Timbaland's Blessing. So Bia's a hit, uh, artist, rapper, if you will. But I, I didn't, that's my girl too. But I haven't heard anything from her in a while. And then, so maybe I might have missed but Bia has teased a new song that contains a sample of the classic Missy Elliott record over this past weekend, and Timbaland gave her his blessing on the flip. Now, the whole lot of money rapper took to her Instagram on Sunday, and that was this past Sunday, so March 12th, with a post teasing a new record she has on the way. The song is a drill teen record that samples Missy Elliott's 1999 classic, She's a Bitch. Now, in the video, guys, get this. Bia hit a few dance moves while also rapping along with some of the words for her forthcoming single. Uh, I saw the video and my girl getting it. She getting it in. Uh, shout out to her for sure. So, she posted on the caption that none and I, this is funny. Uh, none of my haters are sleeping this peacefully. Link in bio is what she captioned. Uh, now, be it. Shout out to you. That's my girl. Good rapper. Um, so Timbaland, who produced Missy's She's a Bitch, gave Bia his blessing by reposting her video on his own Instagram page. And the legendary producer captioned this post as Timbo cross Bia. Um, skip on that beat. And he's been doing his game, his thing too, because 
we all know that he launched uh, the Beat Club. I want to say um, back then, it wasn't too long ago when he launched. Um, but Bia's new single will be titled I'm That Bitch, an alt to Missy's 1999 single, and Tim Lan is listed as a featured artist. Honestly, though, guys, I honestly think that's how biz certain businesses is run. If you're getting a feature on a hit record, that means you're getting money. And it's so dope that Timbaland produces beats and you have newer artists that want to flip it. And he's getting his name featured. So that means he's getting the royalties as well. And that's how he's, of course, with him making newer music, but also using a beat that's flipped, he's featured on. Now he's getting a royalty. Now he's getting a piece of the pie as well. And now this counts as a new song for him. So it's very, very exciting that he ties into it. Um, this will be the second time Bia aligns herself with Missy after being featured on a song with her and Dolce on David Guetta's trampoline song last year. Uh, She's a Bitch was a debut single for on Missy's second studio album, The Real World. Oh, that's my that's my album. That's my jam, which was released back in June 1999. The Real World debuted at number 10. Get this, guys. Number 10 on the Billboard 200 chart, becoming Elliot's second top 10 debut and stayed on the chart for a total of 39 weeks. Of course, the music video of that song was directed by Hype Williams was one of the most expensive ever made. In 2017, Ski Master Slump God remakes the song for his own version called Catch Me Outside off his second mixtape, You Will Regret It. So again, all of these artists making one song, flipping it, right? You flip it and now you got newer artists to put their own spin on it. And when they put their own spin on it, now you own perpetuity in that song. You own the sampling of that song. You That's that's your material. Same thing going back with B and Timbaland. That's Timbaland's material because he produced it, right? He put money up front to produce that beat, and now he's making more money, and he can just sit back and relax and be a feature. Smart business. Very, very smart business, of course. Missy Elliott gave Sky Mask her blessing in co-signing the record on Twitter back in 2017. Those were the days. Explaining how her song was withstood the test of time. This is what Missy wrote on Twitter. Uh, oh, he wrote the heck out of that. Uh, excuse me. He wrote the heck out of this. My She's a Bitch Beat. Me and Timbaland did this beat in 1999 and it's still banging. Big up is what she wrote on Twitter as well. So it's good. Very, very good that she has the, the social backing of Tim Milan and, and Missy, like the two legends that has that, that backing for her as well. And that way she's able to do that. Someone else did chime in with, it's giving ice spice when it doesn't have to. Bia needs to stick with her flows like the one on Bambi. She's too talented to follow, uh, to fade. Honestly, though, I feel that it's good that Bia is wanting her own path. But then you got Ice Spice to do songs with Beyonce. 
right? It's the same kind of thing. Everybody's following the same formula, at least in my mind, because if you guys don't know, I'm, I'm a songwriter and I sing a little bit too. And of course I help with Kennedy's latest album, Roosevelt. Little, little pl plug for you, Kennedy. Go check it out. It's on every audio platform, by the way. But I feel that everybody's kind of following the same formula. Right, if you look at Timbaland, he had to switch up his formula in today's music. You got Black getting ready to release his new album a couple days from now, actually, March 24th. And a lot of people say, oh, he sounds like Khalid. Right? He sounds like uh, Devon Terrell. Right? So, everybody's following that same formula. And I, I feel that the... B will have her own flow, but she's also following that same formula, too. So, like I say, we'll see. I can't wait until this song comes out. B's my girl. Uh, I am going to listen to her as well, so I can't wait to see what she has coming out for her with this new song. Of course, I'm going to review it, possibly on the show, and I'll get back to you all on that, because this is... I, I like it. Uh, it sounds good. I like it. Shout out to her. Shout out to Timbaland, too. And Missy Elliott. They doing their thing over there. I love it. I really do. So that's going to wrap it up here on our podcast here today. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this one as much as we did here in the studio. Uh, I just want to thank everybody that's here today. I forgot to hit out and shout out DJ Lupizzi and Addison because they're, they're here too. And we just, we kind of got right into it because I got into my rant about the Oscars. So that's going to wrap it up here in our podcast here today. If you're watching the video version, as always, we thank you guys. We cannot express how thankful we are to our fan base out there. Uh, we we thank y'all for that because y'all y'all make this thing happen for us. So Again, thank y'all. We appreciate it. Now, if you're listening to the audio version on Spotify, Spotify for podcasts, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, uh, Audacity, Stitcher Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, thank you guys so very much. Share with your friends, letting you guys know that we have been live here today for our show, The Beyond Swanky Podcast Season 2 with your host, KLP. Monica Gray and James Myers. Again, that's going to wrap it up here on our podcast show here this morning. As always, guys, have a great day. And as always, I like to say, stay safe, stay swanky, peace. You are now tuned in to Atlanta's hottest radio show. Our stories from our studio to your ear. It's the Beyond Swanky podcast with your host, Kennedy Lucas on Swanky 93.3 radio station. The Heat 94.6 radio station. The latest show goes after hours. The Beyond Swanky Podcast with Kennedy Lucas. Brings out more for our Lucas Nation fans. Tune in for reviews, topics, and even special guests. We go beyond the swankiness as it's juicy as hell with our DJ, DJ Lupe.
Jazzy playing nothing but the hits on the Spotify podcast version. Live from our studio of Swanky Studios, it's the Beyond Swanky podcast with Kennedy Lucas on Atlanta's number one stations, Swanky 93.3 and the Heat 94.6 radio station. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube, and more. Atlanta's number one radio stations. Swanky 93.3 and the Heat 94.6. Radio stations has you covered. From our studios to our newsroom at KLP Entertainment. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube and more.